Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the torch. Come on, you know you're excited about being here. <laughs> Those of you that can see me, what's up? What's happening? Uh, if I look a little bit older, it's because I am. I had a birthday just days ago, just launched into number 49. Those of you that are listening to me, if I sound a little bit more older, a little bit more mature, <laughs> yes. In all actuality, I am getting younger. I am waiting on the Lord. I'm renewing my strength. I am mounting up with wings as of eagles. I'm running and I'm not growing weary. That's right. I'm walking. I'm not fainting. Come on. Can I get an amen from anybody that's out there listening? You're on the torch. Let's do this today. This is not chicken noodle soup for the soul. This is the torch. So let's blaze it today. Let's go strong. Let's pray. Let's jump right into the Word. Let's see how the Holy Spirit begins to navigate uh, this episode. We've already had a time, a good time of prayer here in the studio, me and Josiah, and uh, it's, it's a joy to be with you today. Those of you that are listening, those of you that are watching, we love you. We love you. And uh, I'm, I am just amazed uh, at the traction and um, the mileage, really, that these episodes are going to, and um, thousands of lives impacted and touched, and to God be the glory. I'm so deeply thankful. I know the Lord's going to take this. I, I, I say this often, and it's just because it's true, and I want to keep saying it so that we stay very focused and people uh, understand where my heart is at, where my wife's heart is, where the ministry, even concerning specifically the torch. Um, this, is, this is not about my face. This is not about the face of our ministry. This is about pointing people to the face of Jesus. That's what this is ultimately about. It's about pointing people to the Word of God, to the living Word of God, who is Christ. And uh, that's what it's all about. And uh, I just want to make that very, very clear. And to God be the glory how He's using the torch and let's pray together today, and uh, let's jump right in. Amen? All right, let's do this. Father, we just thank you again for a wonderful, beautiful day. Thank you for life, Lord. Thank you for life. And I thank you, Lord, for this time set apart for this episode, Lord, that you will use it, and that, that ultimately the anointing of the Holy Spirit will flow through this broadcast, and it will bring refreshing, it will bring inspiration and strength and anointing. Lord, to every hearer, to those that are watching, those that are viewing today in the name of Jesus, may you be strengthened in your divine assignment today. May you begin to hear the Lord clear on your assignment. May there be, may there be more confirmations the Lord opening up doorways, the Lord opening up kingdom relationships to you so that you can go farther and advance and expand the kingdom of God and the triumph of our King in Jesus' name. I bless you today. 
Lord, I thank you for, for leaders that are watching, leaders that are listening today, intercessors, worshipers, warriors on their watch, watchmen. Even now, Lord, you strengthen them. And I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever you are at today, I bless you. I bless your family, your kids, the dreams that God's put in your heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on. All right, listen, I thought, as we always do, we always like to open up with the scriptures. I think I'm going to read today. Well, I don't think I know. I know I'm going to open up today. Out of Proverbs 28, <clears throat> Proverbs 28, I'm going to be reading today out of the Passion Translation. And this is what it says. Guilty criminals experience paranoia even when no one threatens them. That's right. But the innocent lovers of God, because of righteousness, will have the boldness of a young, ferocious lion. A rebellious nation is thrown into chaos, but leaders anointed with wisdom will restore law and order. Woohoo! Verse 3, when a pauper oppresses the destitute, it's like a flash flood that sweeps away their last hope. Those who turn their backs on what they know is right will no longer be able to tell right from wrong. But those who love the truth strengthen their souls. Verse 5, justice never makes sense to men devoted to darkness, but those tenderly devoted to the Lord can understand justice perfectly. Come on, that is the word of of the Lord. Amen. And the righteous are bold as lions. Amen. I remember when the uh, the Lord, uh, for those of you that are watching, you can see this. I remember when the Lord just uh, began to just whisper things in my spirit concerning this book. And I had no idea how far reaching this book would go and just explode into the lives of so many. And I'm, I'm so thankful. But the Lord began to speak to me and he said, Son, your mind must be renewed to this reality that the future belongs to the righteous. That's what I kept hearing the Spirit of God breathe in me. The future belongs to the righteous. And then when the Lord said that to me, I answered back to him and actually said, Yes, Lord, and the righteous are bold as lions. And out of that conversation, there was far much more, but out of that conversation, actually, with the Lord came Bold as Lions. If you haven't gotten it, shameless plug, go buy it today. I don't know what you're waiting on. Where have you been? Okay, anyway, we're back. Okay, let's do this. Listen, uh, so much good news is coming out of Sarasota, Florida today, uh, yesterday, Um I, I actually this morning I watched a national news outlet that I don't recommend. I don't recommend Fox News, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um, I saw it on uh, Fox and Friends this morning really early. But I think many of you listening or watching know about the amazing news coming up out of our city concerning the Sarasota County School Board being flipped conservative. Good news now going throughout our nation throughout our region concerning the overthrowing, yes, the overthrowing of the woke school board that has allowed unbelievable amounts of filth into our public schools and uh, has actually covered up a lot of uh, what they have been doing 
in the shadows and in the secrets that's going to be pouring out soon as well. I thank God we had, we got the wolves out. Come on, somebody shout amen. We got the wolves out. There's only one more to go. His time is coming. He'll be voted out real soon as well. I want to give another shout out. Uh, not that Governor DeSantis and Casey are just sitting around uh, their house or on the road listening to the torch, uh, but they know I love them. Um, I want to give a great shout out to Governor DeSantis for backing uh, the candidates and obviously those who won. And he helped them to win in Sarasota County. So thankful for Governor Ron DeSantis. He's bold as a lion. And um, we're just rejoicing. We're rejoicing over the news, just going far and wide. This is a huge, huge victory now a four to one conservative board, and uh, I just say keep the celebration coming. Amen. Uh, we ha we're not stopping here at our ministry celebrating that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, and we're going to fight to see this eradicated out of our entire nation to the glory of God. I think we got to continue to learn how to keep celebrating. We we have been in such epic warfare, all of us. Those of you listening watching those of you that are new partners new friends there, there has been such epic warfare all around us that we have been engaged in and um, we need to stop and continue to celebrate the goodness of god and uh, just just so thankful and ultimately really this victory belongs to the children of sarasota and beyond and that's what we need to just glorify god in Victory is coming to our kids. Our kids are going to be protected. Amen. Huge victory over in Miami-Dade County as well. Epic victory there. Historic victory. Conservatives flipped the school board there as well. Obviously, Governor DeSantis was, was involved in that. Um, now, Miami-Dade, now the largest county, the largest conservative-led county, serving more than 300,000 students. So, Local action, national impact, um, prayers answered, fasting answered, action, excuse me, action, <clears throat> excuse me, let me just get a drink, wow, that, that just snuck up on me, <laughs> hold on a second, I gotta get a drink here, I think I'm talking so fast, it's just coming, <laughs> what's that? Okay, yes, exactly, Josiah just called me Ben Shapiro, and that is, that is, I'm not even close to Ben Shapiro. That that dude is like light speed. Okay, anyway, you got B. Gibbs here. You got B. Gibby here, Ben Shapiro. Love him, bless him, but I'm nowhere even near that guy's speed. Anyway, <clears throat> what I'm saying, guys, we are taking our country back. Come on. From the woke monsters, the woke warriors uh, that have been indoctrinating our kids with doctrines and deceptions of demons. And to God be the glory. It is time to clean house and clean it thoroughly. Come on. So uh, I want to I show you something here. Those of you that are watching, those of you that are listening, you're going to get it. It's a brand new book from Mario Murillo. Man, I love Mario Murillo. I've loved him since the mid-90s. I started reading him in the mid to late 90s. This is his brand new book, Do Not Leave Quietly. A call to everyday people to rise up and defeat evil. Listen, if if you're on the torch, you're listening today, you need to get this book. Go to destinyimage.com, destinyimage.com. Of course, you can go to amazon.com, but I encourage you, go to destinyimage.com. 
order the brand new book forwarded by Lance Wallnow. Oh, I absolutely love Lance Wallnow. Um, I'm going to read you just a small portion out of the book right, right as he's breaking out of the gates and starts roaring here. Chapter one is called, Yes, I am angry. You better be angry too. Listen to these words. Ready? Yes, I'm angry. I am angry and I'm disgusted by preachers who are silent. They have no excuse. Oh, let me just say an amen right there. Okay. All right, back to Mario. Their silence during the sweeping destruction of morals and freedom makes them traitors. I rage against leftist politicians for giving themselves over to evil utterly. Turning America into a cesspool of hate, racism, perversion, crime, and murder. As a preacher, people ask me all the time when I will stop attacking the Democrat Party. The answer is simple. When they stop lying about Christianity, I will stop telling the truth about them. I am nauseated, listen to his words, I am nauseated by millions of apathetic, biblically illiterate Christians who have embraced values that God hates. I got to stop and say amen again. Let me read on. He says, and I am even more ashamed of many spirit-filled believers because they hold, because I hold them to a higher standard. Too many of them play tricks with the prophetic and with the sacred gifts of the Spirit. Here we go. They dabble in the power of God, never asking themselves why God gave them the power in the first place. Thus, they are violating both their duty and their mission. Even many revivalists are not innocent. Leaders whip up a frenzy, singing the same old phrase over and over and over again. They sing about what they'll do to the devil someday, belting out their lyrics with all the authority that they have over evil. But somehow, they never get around to using that authority to save America. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's a bullseye. I could just read this whole book to you today. It's an absolute bullseye. Uh, I want to tell you, listen, it is, it is not heady. This is Brian now. This is not Mario. It's not lofty. It's not heady to tell you God is counting on the ecclesia. God is counting on the church right now to save our inheritance, our beloved United States of America. God is, has entrusted the ecclesia with the power of the Holy Spirit. The true church will rise and save First of all, they will understand their mission. They will discern the times. They will discern their mission and know they must save the United States of America. And it's only by the anointing, the wisdom, the power of the Holy Spirit, this is going to get accomplished. Amen. Go get the book. Do not leave quietly. Go get the book, Mario Murillo. I want to just say this right out of the gates today. If you're a coward, God cannot use you. I'm going to say it again. If you are a coward, God cannot use you. I'm not going to apologize for saying it. We need to be praying for more boldness in this hour. We need to be stepping up, stepping up big time. It ain't time to step backwards. It's time to step forward. We've got to be speaking truth. We've got to be exposing lies, denouncing lies, denouncing the carriers 
of these lies. We've got to be def- we've got to be defeating evil. We've got to be fighting evil. The church is called to be the restrainers of evil, ladies and gentlemen. And if you are a coward, I've got to tell you plainly, God cannot use you. Now, as far as me and my house, my wife and I, my wife and I have made the commitment. We're going to continue to work even harder. And many of you know that we've been engaged in this education mountain, especially my wife. And boy, I'm so proud of her. We're going to work even harder towards getting the devil's filthy claws off of the throat of America. I'm going to say it again. It's not lofty. It's not heady to say that the ecclesia, the church that Jesus is building, is responsible to save the United States of America in this hour. Okay? It, it's, it, folks, listen. It ain't, it's not bold just to speak in tongues in church. Okay? My gosh, we just had an epic, epic conference with Dutch Sheets, Pastor Kilpatrick, and myself last week sold-out conference here in Sarasota, glory and fire. And by the way, actually, Lance and Mario in October, and i got to get the dates right, I believe it's October 25th and 26th, they're going to be in Ostero, Florida, which is 80 miles south of Sarasota. You want to get there? It's at Heinz Arena. They're hosting Fire and Glory. Like I said, we just, we just finished Glory and Fire sold-out conference with myself, Pastor John Kilpatrick, Dutch Sheets. Um, absolutely amazing. It was, it was phenomenal. I could take the whole broadcast to talk about it, but I'm not going to. But now uh, Mario and Lance are going to be hosting Fire and Glory, and we're going to be there. But listen, it's not, it's, guys, it's not bold to speak in tongues in your church. I mean, we, we, were, at, we were at our conference, and, and there, there was a minister section, and there was a minister standing there with, in worship with his hands crossed and all stoic and looking around. My daughter, actually, bold as a lion, went up and tapped him on his shoulder and said, Hey, man, what are you doing? Lift your hands to the Lord. What, what are you doing? Get rid of the fear of man. Lift your hands. I mean, that's Bible, folks. Lift your hands unto the Lord. Listen, if you can't be bold in the church, I mean, where are you at in this hour? My gosh. It's not, it's not bold to speak in tongues in your church, okay? It's bold to take your tongue, to take the fire in your belly and the word of the Lord that's in your mouth and get out of the church and begin to speak truth and begin to speak righteousness and the power of wisdom and the power uh, 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 in the anointing, using the authority in the anointing, taking the word of God and speaking truth and righteousness. That's where we need you, okay? All right. Now, what does the word of God say about the cowardly? I'm going to say it again. If you're a coward, God cannot use you. He's not going to. Revelation 21, verse 8, But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, sexual and moral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars will have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. That's right. Don't you let anybody out there tell, tell you that there's not an eternal hell. I don't care about all of those that are folding into universalism in this hour. It is pitiful. You better know, ladies and gentlemen, eternity is very real. Heaven is eternal. Hell is eternal. But notice what he said. 
The cowardly will not have their place in the kingdom of God. They'll have their place in the lake of fire, which burns with fire and brimstone. Now, listen, here's, here's the deal. Let me get another drink. Hold on a second. Here's the deal. You're here on the torch today, and I've said this before, and it's worth saying again. I'm not here to be provocative. That, that's not my goal. My goal is to be a messenger of God, a voice for God. I'm not here to be provocative. I am here to be open. I'm here to be real. And I realize no matter what I'm going to say, I, I'm going to end up offending someone. But here's the thing, guys. I've laid aside the fantasy that everyone is going to like me or everyone's going to applaud me. And if you're offended in this broadcast, my advice is that you go to Jesus with it. You go to the Word of God about it. And let the Word of God be your final authority. All of these issues that we hit here on the torch, they're not going away. You cannot ignore the moral avalanche, the cultural avalanche that is going on, or put your head in the sand, you got to choose to face it head on. Listen, you got to choose to face this stuff head on. You've got to overcome evil with good. God is anointing the most glorious, most powerful, historic overcomers in this age that will sit with the Lord on his throne. This is right out of the scriptures that Jesus himself sat down at the right hand of his father on his throne. He said, there will be overcomers that will sit with me on my throne. We're in an epic hour of warfare for the soul of America, for the soul of our constitution to be upheld, to be defended, to be protected. The sacred pillars of our nation, the ancient landmarks of our society, and understand this, it is the real church that is being summoned. Hear me clearly today. Listen, it is the real church that is being summoned to save this nation and to answer the call to, this, to, to the salvation of America. It's not the phony apostate church that's ashamed of the gospel, ashamed of the Holy Spirit. Um, it's not the church that has endorsed all the values of the world and built this culture of accommodation to appease everything and everybody. They just want to go along to get along. They're certainly not the churches with the rainbow flags draped out in front of it. They're not the church who has put the uh, BLM uh, flag on their uh, flagpoles out in front of their churches. It's definitely not the churches uh, where lesbians and queers are uh, greeting you at the door or even standing in the pulpit. I'm talking about the real church that Jesus is anointing that the gates of hell is not going to prevail against in this hour. I'm talking about the real church the real church, that this word, the word of God is your final authority, that it's like a fire in your belly. It's like a word of fire in your mouth. And you're not going to retreat from it. We are not the people who are making excuses to avoid all of these battles that are out there. As for us, we are fully determined we're not going to turn America over. We're not going to turn our inheritance over to the bloodthirsty wolves. Can I get an amen? And it, listen, if you're in Christian, I, I listen, I know I'm going this morning, but I am fired up. If you're in Christian circles that do not understand the urgency of the hour, 
They can't even discern that we are that war is at hand. Don't waste your time trying to convince them. Run with lions. Run with warriors. Find your tribe and run with the warriors. Okay? We're not slowing down to accommodate everyone. And we're especially not slowing down to give place and voice to the cowards. Those who even refuse to fight against evil. You can look at the word, Romans 13, verse 4. It talks about legitimate leadership that God says he backs for. These are God's ministers for you. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. That's the word of God, folks. I mean, study to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So many people are wrongly dividing this word right out of Romans 13. And the scary thing is, if you can rightly divide the word of God, that also stands to prove that you can wrongly divide the word. What is he saying? He's saying a legitimate leader, one that is a true leader that's worthy to be followed is what? They are an avenger. They execute wrath on those who practice evil. Glory to God for what is happening in our county. The overturning of the practicing of evil, what they have done to our children, in the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, is evil. It is evil. And we've got a pitiful church that is so utterly silent that can't even stand up. Can't, they don't even have the fortitude to stand up. The courage to stand up and cry out that this is evil. I stand with Paul. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus, Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God, ladies and gentlemen, to everyone who believes, the Jew first and also to the Greek. The gospel is the power of God. Now, you've got to understand where this is going. Throughout, throughout all the book of Acts, after the resurrection of Jesus, there was an intense chasing down a hunting down of the apostles and the the followers of jesus they were hunting for them they were religious leaders they were political leaders chasing the followers of jesus to do what they wanted to silence them they wanted to threaten them they wanted to imprison them why and they killed many of them in their path and in their quest they wanted to kill them because of their faith the gospel is the power of God. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God is not going to change because of a perverted, wicked generation that cry out. They've got to have their rights. They've got to have abortion on demand. It's their rights. They want a bloodbath, and yet the word of God cries out. It's an abomination. The gospel is the power of God. The gospel demands that people repent of their sins. Grace comes to those that repent. Don't you leave that out, ladies and gentlemen. We've got this weird, wacky world of grace in this hour in the church. Grace comes to those that repent of their sins and humble themselves and come and confess their sins. Can I get an amen? My gosh, I got to take a drink. I got to take a breath. Man, I'm, I'm Josiah, what's happening, man? I'm speeding up the Ben Shapiro speed this morning. All right. 
Bren, my wife and I, Bren and I have stood in Rome in the Colosseum where Nero persecuted the Christians. Our family, that's who they are. We can't separate ourselves from them. That's our family that was persecuted. That's our family that was made a spectacle of in the Colosseum of Rome where, where Nero was burning families, burning little children at the stake to light up the city, feeding them to lions, feeding them to beasts, nailing them to crosses, having them tied to chariots and ripped in half. Study it, A.D. 64. This is what you learn. This is what we learn about history. You, you got to hear this. According to those that were arrested, who confessed that they were Christians, they were convicted not so much on the charge of burning the city of Rome. Oh, no, no, no. Rome charged the Christians for what? For hating the human race. Now, this is historically accurate. You got, you got to look at this. They weren't so much charged with burning down Rome. They were charged for hating the human race. And what is, what is that? It's because they spoke the truth boldly. They cried out to, to the Romans against their sins. Rome sought to silence them. When they couldn't silence them, they had to eliminate them, ladies and gentlemen. It was the Romans' hatred hatred of hearing the truth and the conviction of the Holy Spirit of their sins that drove them to mass murder. My God, my God. See, I, I believe everybody listening or watching me today, you understand the times and you understand the world is demanding your conformity. The world is conf- con- uh, demanding you to compromise. The world is actually demanding that the, that the church be silent and hush at all cost. They don't want the church. The church is not essential. We need to keep the doors locked. I mean, you, you, you had Gavin Newsom not that long ago, you know, that Hillary Clinton said that she wished that all governors would follow his lead. Remember that? You know, Newsom was out there. We, oh, we can't have you gathering together. All the while, the, our streets were on fire. They were all gathering as mass spreaders, you know, burning down our cities, burning down buildings, torching everything. But no, the church couldn't meet. See, folks, what's happening is the mask is coming off the Marxists, the socialists, the God-haters, the God-mockers. They want to silence the church. And what's so pitiful What's so utterly pitiful is the silence of the church. The silent church is pitiful. Are you all still with me out there? Did I run you all off? Are you with me? Yeah. Okay. I I had a minister. Actually, I'll hold it up here for those of you that are watching. After I wrote my first book, Unstoppable and Unquenchable Fire, <clears throat> I had a minister call me. Um, <laughs> well, he, he's a very, pro- I can't say his name. He's a very prominent minister, pastor, well-known, very well-known, nationally, internationally, called me on the phone. After he read my book, and he got it a couple years after it came out, um, unstoppable and unquenchable fire 
he called me and he said, Brian, I, I have read your book. It was, it was an intense conversation. It was intense because he was under the conviction of the Holy Spirit. He was rattled. I mean, he was absolutely rattled. He said, Brian, in 40 years of ministry, I have only spoken one message about abortion. He said, I'm calling you to tell you that I've, I've repented to God and I wanted to repent to you. I wanted to repent to God, but I, I wanted to confess my sin to you. And he said, I'm renouncing being silent. Man, I'm telling you, somebody's going to get this today. This is going to penetrate someone's heart today. He renounced being silent. And brother, sister, I am telling you, the time for silence is over. George Orwell famously wrote in his book, 1984, he said, in times of universal deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. Dietrich Bonhoeffer, which I, I wrote about at length in my book, Bold as Lions. He, who is he? He was a German pastor, anti-Nazi di dissident. He spoke out against Hitler, denouncing Hitler, denouncing the Third Reich. He was chased by the Gestapo, ran for his life while trying to mentor and raise up other pastors in his school of theology. He was on the run for his life. He cried out against the church in Germany that was being totally seduced by the Antichrist spirit, totally seduced by the spirit of the age that was conforming to the Antichrist spirit. Half of the church of Germany was so deceived that they believed that the kingdom of God was even coming through Hitler. Nazi, Nazi Gestapo finally caught up with Bonhoeffer. He was placed in a prison. Finally, to be stripped to the nude, he was hung, dying in a concentration camp there in Germany. He's the author of The Cost of Discipleship. If you've never read the book, you need to read the book, The Cost of Discipleship by Dietrich Bonhoeffer. He said this, and I've said it many, many times, and this won't be the last time I say it. Silence in the face of evil is evil itself. God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. And not to act is to act. The great reformer, Martin Luther King Jr., he said to ignore evil is to become an accomplice to it. Those are powerful words. To ignore evil is to become an accomplice to it. You got to hear me today, guys. Hear what the Spirit of God says. It's not time to be silent. It's not time to be silent. Guys, things are not going back to normal. Here we are over two years deep into this insanity. This is where the church must rise up. This is where the church must defeat evil. This is where the church must save the United States of America. It's only going to happen through the true church that Jesus is building that the gates of hell will not prevail against. Second Timothy, and I'm about ready to close here in the next few minutes. Second Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to begin to read in verse 1. I'm reading out of the Passion Translation today. But you need to be aware that the final days in the culture of society is going to become extremely fierce and difficult for the people of God. People will be self-centered lovers of themselves, obsessed with money. They'll boast of great things. They'll strut around in all their arrogant pride, and they'll mock all that is right. They will ignore their own families. They'll be ungrateful, ungodly. They will become addicted and hateful to malicious slander. Ladies and gentlemen, that, that describes the culture of this country. 
slaves to their own desires. They'll be ferocious, belligerent haters of all that is good with brutal, this is verse four, with brutal treachery, treachery, excuse me. They will act without restraint, bigoted and wrapped in clouds of their own deceit. They will find their delight in the pleasures of the world more than the pleasures of loving God. They will pretend to have a love for God. Let me, let me pause there before I read the rest of that. It says they will pretend to have a respect for God. I want to tell you, folks, here we are in summer 2022. We are way past that in this hour. The vampires are trafficking right out in the daylight. They're no longer hiding in the shadows, folks. They want nothing to do with God. They're not even pretending anymore, ladies and gentlemen. They're not pretending to have a respect for God. They're flat out telling you they don't, they don't, <laughs> they don't believe in our God. They don't believe in his Bible. They don't believe in his word. They don't believe in his throne. They don't believe in his authority. They don't believe in his ultimately return, They'd, his ultimate return. They don't believe they'll stand before a God, a righteous, holy God, and be judged for their lives. Let me keep reading. But in reality, they want nothing to do with God's power. That's right. Stay away from people like this. For they are the ones who worm their way into the hearts of vulnerable women, spending the night with those who are captured by their lust and steeped in sin. They're always learning, but never coming to the revelation knowledge of truth. History has given us this example with the Egyptian sorcerers of Jannes and Jambres, who stood against Moses in their arrogance. So it will be at the last days with those who reject the faith with their corrupt minds and their arrogant hearts standing against the truth of God. Now, this is, the, this is the hour that we've been marching into. And this is the hour that we were called to. Watchman, you are called to this hour. Leader, you are called to this hour. Thank God that you are here. This is our time. And it's time to act bold. Bold. Read Acts chapter 4. Just read the, the, the entire chapter this week. And at the end of it, look what they did. They prayed for more boldness. They prayed for more boldness, that they would proclaim the word of God with boldness and authority, that th though they were being persecuted, they would not back up. They refused to be silent. God, give us more boldness. God, give us more boldness so that we would renounce being quiet about the gospel of Jesus Christ that we would renounce being quiet about truth, about speaking the word of the Lord. Father, that we would hate what you hate, and that's not people, and that you would love what you love. And Lord, because Jesus hated what you hated and because he loved what you loved, he loved righteousness and he hated lawlessness. God, you anointed him with the oil of gladness supreme above all. I pray that for us today, Lord, that we would become bold. We would become invigorated by the anointing of the Holy Spirit, that the word of the Lord would be in our mouths, that we would not compromise, that we would not retreat, we would not back up, that, that we would surge forward with righteous action, and we would engage this battle in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for victories that are happening throughout our state and throughout our country for the rescuing of children. And I pray, Lord, that that wave continues to build in momentum and, God, that we save this glorious nation 
that was birthed to your glory, to your glory, and for the proclamation of the gospel to go to the ends of the earth from America. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. And again, I thank you for our friends. <clears throat> I strengthen you, my brother, my sister, today in your divine assignment. The future does not belong to the God-mockers or to the God-haters. The future belongs to the righteous, and the righteous are bold as lions. Glory to God. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you for praying for me, for my wife, for my family, for our ministry. Thank you for giving. I'm telling you, we celebrate every gift. I go to our P.O. box, our team goes to our P.O. box, whatever offering, it, $5, $10, $25. Guys, thank you. We can't do it without you. To those that are giving for our Miracle Building Fund, thank you. Thank you. Please continue to give. I believe this year is not out. We've got September, October, November, December. I believe this is the year we are going to apprehend our buildings, our land, our campus to the glory of God. Pray with us for a miracle breakthrough. Share this episode with somebody, guys. Grab a hold of it. Tell them to download the Victory FLA app. Victory FLA app. Of course, you can always go to our VictoryFLA.com website. You can go to the media page. You can get all of our arsenal of the torch inside the archives. They'll be a great blessing to you. Until I see you next time, keep the fire burning.